Okay, Fitzy, your favorite segment. We sometimes do it a little extra long. Sometimes we break it into two segments. I think it is the best segment in podcast history. I may be a little biased. I don't know. Pat's Paris, and I have a place where I want you to start. Can I lead you? I know it's sort of your segment, but a place I want to I lead you into, and it's from another podcast, ironically, where, first of all, they call Bill Belichick something um, – I don't know that I've ever heard him called before, at least publicly on the record. And that is um, long dong silver. No, it was the N word. (laughs) They referred to him as like the, which I was like, whoa, where are we going here? But more importantly, your boy, was it LeBron who said it of all time? Yep. Asante Samuel. Mm. Get paid Asante Samuel. Zant. He of the dropped interception that made people like oh you turn God. on him, despite the fact Gosh. that he was a very good cornerback oh. before and after the Patriots. Let it go. He Leave it alone. The, the key to the old. Patriots dynasty was indeed Tom Brady. What's your response to Asante Samuel's latest comments that Brady was the key to the dynasty? Be like to quote the great Homer Simpson, B O R N G, boring. I'm so tired of Asante Samuel. I'm so over the grudge that he has held for a decade and a half. His opinions are like the slights, slings, and arrows of yourself and other people who just try to get a reaction out of me. Useless, meaningless, and not worth my time. Because honestly, he's still mad about the fact that he didn't get that second contract, which mad he believes he earned. He and got the yet, second he contract good? with the Eagles. No, he didn't get it with the Patriots. That's what I'm Who saying. He's, he got paid. He was a pro. I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. You, you people are just assuming players have grudges because they didn't get paid by the Patriots. Can he it just have no an opinion? No, Isn't he allowed no. to just have an opinion? It Guys, doesn't agree with I, you. I think no. Don't you have an opinion. No, I I think Asante Samuel was perfectly fine. I understand he's in the Patriots Hall of Fame. Really that's, good. That's great. Right. I know. Excuse he's me. Rather, he, no, no. Excuse me. He may better be than all, any corner you have. The all um, decade. The all decade. What did you think? You were Donald Trump by leaning into the mic because you'd be in jail. No. I, so I, I, so just because Asante Samuel in his prime might be better than any cornerback the Patriots have now doesn't take away from the fact that I'm bored with his nonstop, incessant, and largely unprovoked criticisms of Belichick and the team. It doesn't mean, Andy, so he can't hold, have on, an hold on, hold on. No, he can, can have, have an opinion. opinion. Counter to hey, yours? Listen, no, they're like, right. they're like, they're like taxes, neighbors, and assholes. We all have them. I understand. But like, it's, it's fine. Don't worry really? about it. Listen, no one's really going to worry about it. I don't it. get it. I, I, I read the used... latest podcast news, and they said podcasts with swears in them have 10% less listeners. Okay, well, that we didn't want that 10%, just like I don't want all those the 10% of years that I'm whittling Fuck away them. by either doing these podcasts <laughs> with you. See, thank you very much, and all the IPAs I drink. So they can they can all eat a bag of Nick's. He can have his opinion. He's entitled to it. That's fine. We're all entitled to Wi-Fi, flat screens, iPhones, and stupid takes. I've got them, I've got them stored in the back by the barrel in the bush. I got a million. That's, that's fine. You've got tons of them too, Shime. I'm yeah. just bored with him because to me, it just seems like he's got this cro- – he's got a hair across his ass and a cross to bear for Belichick because he didn't get the second contract, and he knows he is an unfavored son of Pat's nation for being, A, critical of Belichick and the organization, and, B, all the clapbacks and nasty tweets he gets for dropping that effing interception that should have happened in Super Bowl 42. So he yeah, can tuck it and suck it for forever as far as I'm Yeah, concerned. he definitely should have caught that ball. But, like, I, you know, I don't entirely disagree with him. It Was it all Tom Brady? No. no. But it definitely was a lot of Tom Brady. They, yeah, Carson Palmer doesn't do that. Philip Rivers doesn't do that. I, Andrew no, Luck doesn't I, win I, all those games. I yeah. get that. But to just to have to – why do we? Why are we still playing this game? 
I'm just Why saying, if, you, if you're giving a credit pie here, I would Ugh. give Brady more like 60% credit to Belichick's pie. 40. That's all I'm saying. And that's, you know what, Shime? That is the first assessment in today's podcast, segment one or segment two, that I have agreed in totality and thoroughly with you on. 60-40 is perfectly fair. However, that 40% is pretty massive. But to diminish the contributions... I don't, I don't disagree. I'm not diminishing Belichick, but I'm just saying, like... Idiotic. Tom Brady, you just... Right. Okay, so it's a little more Tom Brady. Yeah, because you well, have because, to have and, one of the greatest quarterbacks think, ever. Right, like, like Understandably. You have to, the two have to work in tandem, right? Belichick's plan as a general manager was to simply fill in that middle class with guys he felt could overachieve because he knew he had Tom Brady. And so like with, but without Tom Brady, he has to have a different philosophy. So I think, I think in that regard, the the two very much work in tandem. He created Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady doesn't become Tom Brady anywhere else at the highest level. I firmly believe that the coaching he received in 2000, 2001, 2002. I couldn't agree more. Helped. Okay. It's like Jurassic Park. They created the monster, then they lost control of it. Bill created the monster, then lost control of like, oh my God, this guy can win on his own. He can win without me. He's bigger than me. But and then he left. helped create uh, the monster. Life uh, f- finds a way. Yeah, and sometimes when I'm doing this podcast, I feel like I'm sifting through 600 pounds of triceratop crap. Um, so negative. Uh, uh, no, not at all. I'm just trying Maybe to make pop cultural references. People can relay. Uh, that's fine. No, you're not. I said I get radiation sickness, but I'm able to go have a silkwood shower afterwards and rub, rub it all off. And Jurassic drive. Park is an all have a nice movie, day. Though. It's an all it's an all timer. Still a banger. Tell me you just please you're just discuss just a disgusting human being. And you should be ashamed for the majority of yourself. Uh, it's interesting you bring that up, though, Andy, because the to- like the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick made Tom Brady conversation kind of relates to. Derek Jeter and how people assessed him like Manny Ramirez. Not that I just had to suffer through the first episode after the home run derby of Derek Jeter's, the captain seven part slobumentary or, you know, knobumentary, no if you will. I, no, I know, I know not, neither do I. It was on and I was sorry that I left it on for as long as I did. However, there was that Manny Ramirez assessment, like put him in Kansas City and he's just another shortstop. I disagree with that assessment. It's fun for Boston yeah. fans that want to hate on the Yankees and Jeter, but you put Tom Brady on. Let's say the Chargers. Let's say the Vikings during that time. Do I believe Tom Brady's talent was great enough to become one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL and maybe squeak out a Super Bowl or two? I do because of his will to win, his incess- his you know relentlessness, everything that makes Tom Brady Tom Brady. He doesn't become the legend that he is now without the coaching and the fundamentals and the roster building of Bill Belichick. That's why, to me, it will always be the greatest partnership in sports history Belichick and Brady. I agree. There we go. Hey, look at that. A little kumbaya before well, we I don't wrap even up. I think with... that's arguable. It's the greatest nope. partnership yeah. in Correct. sports history. Sports and history, remarkable that it stayed together so long and reached right. such levels of, of success. So what else and you may- got for the Pats Paris? Maybe saving the Patriots from going to Hatfield or St. Louis is number two, or, or even buying the Patriots, period, is number two to all of Robert Kraft's tremendous area achievements, with number one being keeping those two together functionally for two decades. Uh, two quick topics, gentle friends. Uh, number one, the word has not been great on Sweet Feet himself, James White, recently. And I wonder if you guys are with me, as I believe, Andy, you recently put out a piece on WEI.com. The surprise potential cut candidates, ahoy for the New England Patriots during training camp 2022. I don't think any of those guys, the significant ones or the bigger names at the top of the list, get cut. However, I think I'm starting to fall back on what I asked earlier this summer during the nascence, if you will, of the Six Rings pod. 
Do we believe James White is going to play football for the Patriots this fall? Right now, my nope. answer is no. Nope. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I don't, I don't think, think he plays again for the team, the guys. I don't. Um, I don't. He won't get cut. He'll be on PUP, yep. and then there might be a retirement or whatever. Bingo. He'll never yeah. be cut. Andy's got um, And I just – my guess is he doesn't know. My guess is they don't really know. There's probably some optimism mixed with realistic pessimism. Uh, you know who I might liken it to in a totally different way? Oh, when Teddy Bruschi had a stroke. Teddy Bruschi had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Remember, Bill put him on PUP so he mm-hmm. could bring him back. And no one at the time was like thinking it was good. Like his career was over. Basically his career. Remember that image of him walking out of the hospital, like gingerly, you could never see that and say, that guy's going to play football again, but he did. So I I would put it in that level. He's a franchise. Great. Mm-hmm. Respected. All timer. All timer. Who's dealing with a significant injury where he was telling us he was spending months in bed. The kids were bringing him stuff. Like it was a significant recovery process that I think he is still in the midst of and we'll see where it goes. I, but I, I think the one sure thing is you need a passing back to start the year. Cause it's not James white boy. How do you certainly do? And hobbled gate might be the two worst words you can read for a running back in the NFL, save for like Nazi propaganda or anything else that would just be like, I don't know. I'm just making, I'm just freestyling there. Massage but, therapist. Uh, well, oh boy. Well, I wouldn't touch that with a 10 foot chime. Happy uh, ending. Yeah. I just all don't right. think, all right, there's oh. none. All right. Just cl- again, would you please? Yeah. Come on. Uh, I, I, I sadly, I think James white just I need, a and towel. I don't want it to be this way. I don't think James white, God have mercy on all of us. I don't think James, James white plays another James bite. If you will, as I said, on Gresham Keefe, excuse me, I said on Dale and Keefe, I don't think James white plays another significant down for the Patriots and it's a bummer, but the man is a legend and he's one of those guys. They should fast track to getting the red jacket and a Thursday night celebration.